everybody, and welcome back to You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void, episode 23. My volume is insane, so I'm going to turn that down just <laughs> to see here. And Tins, you got a recap. We already decided this. You've got it. Yes. So once upon a time, we recorded an episode uh, many, many moons ago. And what was happening in that episode is we got on a train. We were going to a town. I forget the name of the town uh, with a Mewtwo on our train. And nothing bad was supposed to happen. We were supposed to just sit in the middle of the train and hang out. Um, of course, something bad happened. Um, there was an attack on the train. I detected it like infinitesimally before it happened. Uh, derived absolutely no advantage from it. Um, <laughs> I think uh, didn't like one of our friends die, or like he was no, he's just like fighting on the front of the train, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so we ran to the back of the train where Mewtwo is. Um, there was a there was a scuffle. Um, I believe we won the scuffle. And oh yeah, it was like it was like the train car is only big enough for um, like one on one battles, and our guys were constantly jostling each other. Um, and uh, nevertheless, we won. And then Brian and Joe got in another fight while I was trying to run to the back <laughs> of the train to get to Mewtwo, and I got jumped by two guys. So. My position, if I recall correctly, is I'm like one car away from the caboose. There's a guy in front of me with Pokemon. Uh, got uh, Girder out and Yanma behind me, uh, double teamed, kind of screening me from a guy who is going to be coming down the stairs behind me. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, um, June and Morty come into the room soon. Yeah. yeah, I think we were on our way. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. were on your way, so uh, Tins, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll clean up some details there. So um, <clears throat> the the train car, and I think this is important clarification, is wide enough for two-on-two two battles. Two-on-two, two, not one-on-one. On one. Um, and you were facing two trainers at once, which had a doublade and a semi-pore. Um, once one of the Pokemon were knocked out, Jimmy, that's when you bolted ahead and you chased after you gave chase. Um and kind of got yourself in this situation uh, in the double-decker car of the subway. So the person in front of you threw out two Pokeballs and the other uh, other person actually went up the stairs to kind of, uh, as you mentioned, take the, the top deck of the double-decker to try and come down the stairs behind you. Um, Yanma came back in, screeching back in through the top of the subway car. Uh, double team, and I think you had it prepare Sonic Boom. And uh, oh, that's right, yeah. Mortimer healed up uh, Cinder, uh, 45 points of HP, 50 points of HP, something like that. Really got it up and going. And uh, June and Morty were uh, traversing car 7 into car 8, which is where Tins is. Car 9 is where Hulma is, sitting outside the caboose, which is where that storage container is. Sounds good to me. Okay, so uh, Jamal, um, we did not roll initiative or anything um, when we had uh, kind of began that combat. Uh, but to remind you, the trainer that uh, it was in front of you released a Marowak and a Pseudo Wudo. Um, Pseudo Wudo. So if you could, Tins, just to kind of give us a little bit of order here, um, let's go ahead and roll some initiative. 
Yep, a uh, dice or something that you usually have out when you play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, what's my dex? Natural one. Four. Beautiful. So, um, in this particular exchange, the, the, your opponent will be going first with the Marowak and the Sudowoodo. Um, and seeing that you have two Pokemon out, you have... Uh, uh, your girder in front of you and uh, Yanma kind of uh, got, getting your six. Um, the person just says, Marowak, Sudowoodo, hold, hold up. And they both kind of stop in their tracks. And he says, get in a defensive position. And then he kind of pulls up his hand to his, uh, to his wrist and speaks into his hand. Um, we'll pause right there and June and Morty will we'll go over to you. Um, as you guys make your way towards uh, car seven, where Jamal is, or where, excuse me, Jimmy is played by Jamal. And it's nine cars, right? Total. It's 10 cars total. The 10th being where the container is. is. Excuse me. So you guys, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, you're in eight. Morty and June are in seven, making their way to eight. Nine is where Hulma is guarding the door to the caboose, which is, we'll call the caboose, the uh, the 10th car where Mewtwo is. Uh, so I think June. I think June was leading the way, right? And Brian yep. or Brian uh, Morty was following in. So June is just booking it as fast as her can, as fast as she can. I guess hearing some of the commotion up ahead. Um, she had returned her layer on, just because he wouldn't fit. She returned Bud, but she definitely has Cinder kind of soaring up above her, darting in and out of you know the confined spaces of the of the train. But they're just booking it. As fast as they can back. So I'll give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of a little bit of liberty here. How you're going to? Obviously, you are familiar as a person, but June is not familiar with the texture of what's going on in Car Eight. Um, I'll let you maybe give a if you want to do like a perception or or what you want to do to how you enter or maybe don't enter Car Eight. Um, I'll, I'll let you kind of give some texture to that. Um, okay. Can I? Yeah. Let me because. Uh, I think June would just be kind of charging forward, but still keeping an ear out for like something coming up behind her or to the side of her. I don't think she's really worried about what's in front because she's worried about, you know, defending Mewtwo and getting back there as fast as she can. Um, But I guess maybe just a perception check to make sure everything's cool and she's not going to be interrupted in this charge. Okay. Um, Um, Go ahead and, and roll it up here. All right. Uh, two. Uh, I got an eight. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, given kind of what you'll see, kind of through that little porthole that that connects the the doors, you actually see just kind of a green blur, kind of moving in front of the the window from car seven into car eight, um, which you know we know is Yanma, kind of right. buzzing around, kind of watching the the stairs, um, but. Uh, might give you some pause. I don't know. That's that's the information you've got no, to, yeah. to make a move. She's on. just gonna yell to Cinder because she does. She just sees a blur. She doesn't really know what it is, but she just says, "Get ready, Cinder. We got company," and just continues to charge forward. Okay, so um, you burst through the door. It swings open into into car eight, and um, give me just a, a quick a quick dexterity uh, saving throw and. Uh, 
tens if you could give me a dex saving throw for uh, for Yanma as well. Dex save. For Yanma. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yanma happens to be pretty dexterous. You guys like my images? That does pop up nicely. 19. Yeah. So Yanma's uh, good. June's got a plus. I rolled another two. I got a five. June gets a five. Cinder, if I'm rolling, or no, I'm not rolling for Cinder, right? No, just just or, for just for June. Just June. Yep. Yeah, five. So June, you burst through this door as it swings open into car eight, and Yanma deftly kind of dodges the door as it swings in. Um, but Yanma kind of dodging out of the door kind of puts Yanma in your face and kind of causes you to kind of like almost hit into a slide um, and you kind of slide forward five feet. So you're kind of not necessarily in a completely prone position, but you're down, you know, just having dodged essentially Yanma um, and Fletchender uh, Cinder uh, dodges um, fa- fairly easily is able to peel up at the last second. Um, so now you kind of see in front of you a Marowak uh, holding its bone club and a Sudowoodo kind of in a, uh, you know, holding both of its arms up and they're both in kind of geared up, ready defensive positions. Um, and let's go over to Morty. Um, so as Morty is following June, I want, can I, uh, I'm going to recall a Chew and bring out Hantar. Okay. Can I, can I, I just do that? Yep, yep. You yeah. can just do that as okay. you're moving through car seven. <laughs> um, perfect. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just going to... I see June, uh, you know, run on through, no real uh, hesitation. So Morty's going to follow um, through with no hesitation, bust through the door. Who's Freddy? Where's Freddy? You said we're getting Freddy. Joe, Joan, point point out Freddy to me. Okay, Joe is confused. <laughs> you said get ready. Morty heard get, get Freddy. Oh, <laughs> June just like face palms herself so much, so hard. She probably takes like two points of emotional damage, emotional and physical damage. <laughs> the, the um, anime sweat drop on the forehead. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Just red cheeks. Uh, and then um, she just yells, Morty, just get your Pokemon out! We gotta fight! Um... Morty, Morty, make a make a make a move here. So you were able to kind of enter the car fairly uh, unimpeded because the door had been swung open already. So you kind right. of had a clear view when you burst in. So Hauntar the Haunter is behind you. Um, you. You get you get a move here. Like a okay. So I want to. I guess I, I, I want to hold my position and hold and wait because I'm wait behind both of them. Correct. So yeah, you're the last one the through cars, the doors, right? Well, so the, and the, Jimmy says there's a guy. Wait, the guy's upstairs, right? There's as one as in, I know. one in front of you, and there's one upstairs. There's two guys. You saw them split yeah, off, and there's staircases on either side of the car. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy says there's a guy. There's another guy upstairs. Okay. FYI. So <laughs> as as Jimmy says that, one of his oh man, that must be Freddy, and he takes off. For the steps. <laughs> okay, so uh, June and uh, 
um, Morty roll initiatives, and you are going to be plugged at the end uh, into a fresh cycle. So we're kind of already in a cycle with the the two baddies and, and Jimmy. So whatever you roll will get plugged into the next one. 19 for June. 6 for Morty. Uh important because I I believe I said there's stairs on either side. If I didn't, it's a minor point. But you're bursting through the the door. Uh, Morty, do you take the stairs up to the left or the stairs up to the right? Um, Mm. Morty's going left. Morty's going left. Okay, so I'm going to roll a dice. One or two is left. Three and four is right. Okay. That's a three. So, um... I need everybody to make, uh, excuse me, not Morty, not Morty, not Haunter, but I need Yanma. Uh, Jimmy, I think you're further into the room, uh, so not you, so, but I need Yanma, uh, Fletchender, and June uh, mm. to all make dexterity saving throws. Mm, Fletch has got a plus nine. 16. Cinder first, that's a... 26. Okay. June, deck save. That's a 17. Okay. So, um, Fletchender is going to take half damage here. Um, but you just hear, just muffled from above, you just hear, copy that. Incinerate him! And just a piping, uh, uh, just a just a, a pyre just rips through the right side of the stairs, kind of f- framed out by uh, by the the stairs coming down, and ejects it kind of in front of the door of room seven and eight. <laughs> is just this pillar of flame that tears through. Um, as the from the back of our train car. Correct. Okay. Um, Question. Or, well, wait. And when I say the back, I mean behind us. Behind you, where June is, where Yanma was guarding, and uh, where uh, Fletchender is with June. Uh, Joe, you so had a question. I take. So did she. Fletchender saved with the 26? Yes, so ha- I'm, and I'm saying that. also resistance to fire, so would it be a quarter? Yes. Okay. That cool. makes sense to me. I don't know if that's what the rules say, but that makes sense to me. Right. Um, uh, so that's 20. Okay. So take five. And you said June and Yama take all of it? Yep. Huh, okay. Ouch. June kind of puts her hands in front of her face and takes the blast. And uh, she gets some burns for sure. Jimmy, you are up. Oh, okay. And the guys in front of me are remind me of Marowak and a... Pseudo-Wudo. Pseudo-Wudo is... Uh, Does I believe it's wait. Did it's I... rock type, but I think it's also grass type or something. No, anyway. it's ro- it's just pure rock. Just pure rock. Okay. Um. All right. Um. And Marowak's. Okay. All right. All right. I'm on the same page. I'm on. A, we're all on the same page here. Jimmy studied up. <laughs> yep. 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 Um. What are we doing right now? Fighting. Got it. Uh, <laughs> girder. <laughs> Girder. <laughs> I'm sorry, my brain just stopped working for a second. Uh, Girder, give that pseudo wudo a low kick. Okay. Uh, 16. Yep, that's good. All right. D10. 8. 
Eight. Oh, it's fighting type. Yep. So it's super effective. It's total damage, right? Yep. 16. Okay. And you notice that in its defensive position, it gets blown back. Um, and it's certainly a, a, a very super effective attack, uh, but perhaps uh, blunted just a little bit by the defensive position there is kind of the read that Jimmy gets on that situation. Um, we are now to the top of our order. So June, uh, you are up. Can I see the thing that blasted me with fire? You cannot. All right. So I'm going to run to a position where I can, if there's nothing in my way. Yeah, so I'm kind of picturing the, the the stairs on either side kind of doing um, like a, a 90 degree radio, radius. So they're kind of, you right. know, curving down like this. Okay, so I just saw this plume of fire come around. Yeah, the just corner. kind of it kind of it was effectively bent by the tunnel of the the stairs itself. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So can I? I'm gonna move out of the way of the direct, like wherever that would be pointing towards me. Mm-hmm. So instead of like facing the stairs, I'm just gonna side the fuck step away from getting blasted again. Yep. Unless that thing comes down, and I'm just gonna say, uh, I'll keep an eye on this hallway. You help. Uh, Help Jimmy out, and Cinder is gonna uh, just gonna swoop around and dive bomb the pseudo wudo. Um, and as it kind of dives down, it unleashes this uh, this beak full of flame, and at the same time, um, just its talons kind of come out uh, into a diving attack. So it's gonna do an ember and a quick attack on the uh, pseudo wudo. Both are gonna okay. be not very effective, but that's okay. Uh, natural one on the ember. <clears throat> okay. And a 13 on the quick attack. Uh, so ne- neither hit, um, but we'll say the, uh, the, the kind of miss on the ember and the, um, missed quick attack kind of in combination leads Fletchender to, um, Kind of, kind of put itself at a delay. So next turn, you won't have a bonus action with Cinder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd see it as a blasting flame at this rock type. It just kind of dissipates, and then maybe she, you know, misses a flutter and kind of gets a wing clipped on Pseudo Widow's side as she's trying to go down. So she's staggering midair at this point. Uh, I that that sounds that sounds great. So, um, Morty, you're up. You went up the other side of the stairs, and um, as soon as you you peel the corner to the side of the stairs, uh, you see a trainer kind of snap his head, and you know he, they were obviously focused on the left side, um, but they see you coming up the the right side of the stairs, and they're kind of taken aback, and you see, um. As you, as you take the corner here, I want to pull up a picture so I can describe correctly. You see just kind of a curled mass uh, on, its, on its hind legs with uh, almost like a smokestack kind of looking like tail, um, a brown head with a red and yellow body, um, a, a very anteater-like, uh, for descriptive purposes, an anteater-like <laughs> Pokemon um, that that is just on the edge of the other stairs and it just has just a little bit of uh, like a uh, smoke kind of radiating from the end of its uh, snoot as uh, you're, you you may or may not have noticed the, the fi- fire pillar that kind of went on behind you in the stairs but that's the scene that kind of unfolds in front of you as uh, you are up 
Um, all right. I uh, let's let's see what type uh, what what Pokemon Freddy here is working with. And yeah, he, shoot, he uses my little watch to try and identify the Pokemon. Yeah. Nice. Genius. If your your watch whirs for a second. Heat more. Using their very hot, flame-covered tongues, they burn through Durant's steel bodies and consume their insides. H-E-A-T-M-O-R? Yep. Heat Correct. more. Yeah, it literally is a <laughs> fire anteater. Uh, okay. Um, wow. Uh, that, that does not sound fun to me. Um, Hanta, I, um... That heat more is looking a little tired. Why don't you try and hypnotize him and help him go to sleep? Gonna use hypnotize. Go for it. Hypnosis. So you, he has to make a wisdom save. saving throw against my move, DC. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just kind of sitting there not doing anything. Uh, 15. That succeeds. The heat more kind of boom, boom. slumps into the side of the car and bounces back. It snaps its head over. Um... Uh, quite literally honing in on uh, the Hauntar the Hunter. Or I kind of like that Hauntar the Hunter. That's kind of cool. Not, <laughs> not, ha- not Hauntar the Haunter. Hauntar the Hunter. Maybe it'll evolve into that. Uh, if it can actually take out this heat more. Um, uh, which brings us to the Marowak Sudowoodo trainer. And... Um, as Fletchender just rolled by the pseudo Wudo, pseudo Wudo, get some revenge, rock throw. Uh, are we? We're like directly adjacent to each other, right? Who is? All three of us. Me, because I attack pseudo Wudo. Fletchender, because it attacks pseudo Wudo and pseudo Wudo. Um, I, I kind of picture since Cinder is flying is kind of above, so it's not like you guys aren't impeding on each other, really. Um, For purposes of Sentinel, when a creature within my reach makes an attack against a target other than you, Sudowoodo is within my reach. Yes. Question mark. Yes. Okay. Cool. I'm not sure. Joe, do you know how Sentinel works? Do I roll before the attack? So Sentinel... I think, I think we... your attack... Sudowoodo's attack happens first. And... As a reaction... As me, a reaction, let I'm me look it up real quick. Udo. Whenever you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, creatures when a creature within your reach makes an attack against a target other than you, you can use your reaction to make a melee weapon attack against the attacking creature. Okay, um, you know D and D Beyond says the bonus attack takes place after the triggering attack. So roll on whatever you are doing, and I will make a reaction. Sorry, this is the first time I've used this. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Twenty four on Fletchender. Yeah, you, yeah, you do it afterwards. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit. 12. A, ro- a rock throw on Fletchender? Is that what you just yeah, said? Yeah, for 12. Okay, that's 24. Because um, she is vulnerable. Awesome. Hey, thanks for that health uh, back there, Jimmy, or Morty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fletchender is going back in the ball. <laughs> She's not All knocked right. out. <laughs> um, so using Sentinel... Girder is going to react and try to defend. Also going to pop melee master. Uh, before you make a melee attack, you can choose to take a minus five penalty to the attack roll. If it hits, you add plus ten to the damage. So, nice. taking a big swing to defend Fletchender. That is an eighteen. Eighteen hits. 
Okay, Yeet. so that's 2d8 plus 6 plus 10. And this is uh, a and low it's super kick, right? effective. Yep. We, uh, wake up slap. Oh, wake which up slap. we've established in lore is somehow the slap is using the girder or the leg. Yep. My robot leg to hit him. So it's a 2 and a 6. So 8 plus 16 is 24 times 2, 48 damage. <laughs> so he, he nails him. Uh, I guess Pseudo Udo throws the rocks up, and as he's kind of looking up, uh, Girder comes in below him and just sort of anime katana swings his leg right through his midsection and nails him. Um, so, you know, Pseudo Wudo is kind of tracking the Fletchender and lobs uh, its the, the green balls on the end of its arms kind of and then kind of formulate into what a, a more uh, substantial rock would look like and just plow into Fletchender. And kind of in its revolution, as you just said, you cut it in half with this leg, and it just sends it crashing into the side of the of the subway car, and it slumps over, and it, it's just barely able to pick itself up. And the trainer snaps its head over uh, and sees that and turns around. Marowak! G- give it some support! <laughs> <laughs> Help a brother out! Uh, use use uh, use bone club. Uh, so the the Marowak twirls its uh, bone club and just takes its own massive cut at the at the girder here. Um, Seventeen. Seventeen hits for nineteen damage. Goodness. So just uh, just a, a Marowak just coming through with a, a, an impressive uh, swing of its own. Um, uh, is he? Did he come at me with that? That's a that's a melee attack, right? Yep, that's a melee okay. attack on uh, Girder there. Cool. Switching the scene back up to uh, Heatmore and Hontar. Uh, the Heatmore spins around, and uh, the trainer just goes, "Let's show what this ghost type. Let's, let's show this ghost type a real ghost attack. Use lick." And the heat more just this weird kind of uh, whip light fire tongue rolls out of its mouth as it just uh, lashes out towards uh, towards Hunter. Sixteen. That's a hit for twelve damage. Okay, and now I want to use Double. a reaction and use spite. Okay. Nice. What's that do? I think you take 24, though, because it's a ghost type, right? Ghost against ghost is super effective. Yes. Yep. And then what does uh, Spite do there, Morty? Uh, you just have to um, hit with an attack, attempt to drain the attacker's PP. Uh, you got to make a wisdom save <laughs> against uh, my move DC. On a fail, <laughs> roll a d4, and you lose that amount of PP. DC 13. Um, That's an 11. What, what level is Haunter? 7. It should be more than a D4. Uh, at level 5, it's a D6. I'm just going D6. off the app. Yeah, oh, okay. at level 5, it's a D6. The, the move description oh, okay. is always going to be base level stuff, but if base you look level, at your okay. main menu, it's D6. Main okay, menu. so um, I, I rolled an 11 there, so I, I didn't quite get there. Yeah. So you've... Okay. So you roll a d6 and then lose that much uh, PPO. So that's a six. So 
Nice. Which is a lot in this system, isn't it? Everything's got way less. 60% of it, yeah. I think, um, think Lick is a 10 PP move. So a good little a good little exchange there happening up top. Um, and we are going uh, back down. Jimmy, you are up. Girder. Um, Girder is going to uh, use Rock Throw on the downed Pseudo Wudo. Okay. That is a lot. 24. That hits. Okay, so so Girder is gonna he smashes his Girder into the wall next to him and dislodges a big chunk of like steel from the wall of the train and just fastball special hurls it <laughs> at Pseudo Wudo and does fuck uh, seven <laughs> damage. <laughs> yeah, half because rock, rock on rock is times one. Oh, okay. Um, so this fastball special, perhaps more of a changeup. The pseudo wudo, although uh, <laughs> struggling right now, is just able to get uh, uh, shift its its uh, positioning to not take the full brunt of uh, of the the piece of steel that was hurled at it. Uh, definitely a glancing blow, but not quite down yet. And uh, we are back to June. Uh, June's gonna yell to Cinder because she sees that uh, she's hurt, but still has a little bit of fight in her. I'm gonna leave her in. Um, obviously, she's kind of flustered from missing the attack and getting blasted with the rock. But June just yells, "All right, for- forget that rock type. That that didn't work. Uh, send a fireball down at the the that thing." And um, Cinder whips around in, in midair. She doesn't have uh, the quickness to be able to get a bonus action off, but she is going to try an ember uh, to try to burn the uh, Marowak. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, 19 plus 8, that's 27 to hit. That hits. And you are burnt. Add that because I rolled a here. 19 or 20, so it's burnt. You basically every time you roll damage, you roll twice and take the lowest amount. Okay, and at the beginning of each of your turns, you have to take damage equal to your proficiency bonus. So, whatever that says in the traits tab of your app, um, you take that at the beginning of each of your turns, okay. and then you basically get disadvantage on damage. And then you're gonna take um, four plus seven, 11 fire damage to Marowak. Okay. Who may, may be uh, resistant, but... Ground's not resistant. Ground's super nope. effective yep. against fire, but fire's not. That's right. But not flying! Um, okay, so that brings it to our trainer here, uh, who has the, the down-and-out pseudo-wudo and the, the Marowak here. Um, pseudo-wudo, fade back and hit that fle- uh, hit that Fletchinder with a rock throw from a distance. So now the, the pseudo-wudo kind of limps back and does the same action with its, uh, with its arms and the, the balls kind of, kind of pop off and go from green to like a, a brownish, uh, color as they're hurled towards Fletchinder. And that is a 20 not natural. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Come on, big damage. We're kind of getting lit up. I got a special move. I wish I killed the pseudo-udo on my last turn. <laughs> uh, 18. 36. Sweet. All right. What does that leave me at? 23 out of 107. Fun, 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 fun. 
and the Marowak steps up uh, and squares off against uh, with the girder uh, once again. And, uh, uh, you know what? Marowak, brick break that girder. And the Marowak <laughs> just pulls its bone club above its head and jumps and kind of does like a cloud strife, like braver omni slash, like cut down <laughs> straight down onto uh, girder. Um, yeah. 14. Tie goes to the attacker. Defender, right? Attacker. 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 Are we sure? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> tie hits. Tie hits. So that's yeah. uh, 17 damage on the brick break. Is that include... Isn't brick break fighting type? It is fighting type. Does that include the super effective? I didn't know it was super it's effective. Fighting it did not. is not super effective to fighting. Did I say it's, that it's last time? time and you got said confused? that a few episodes. So I'm yeah, apparently yeah. super... It's In ghost, ghost, dragon, dragon. Everything else is to be super effective against each other. <laughs> okay. Anyway, eighteen. You said uh, 17, 17. 17. I'm trying to fuck up my own garter. <laughs> um. Uh, and then we, I believe, we're on to Morty. Oh, all right, all right, Hanta. He might have got his lick in last round, but now it's our turn. Let's uh, let's give him the old one too with the shadow punch. And that is going to be. A 22, well, a natural 20. Yep. 22 with my bonus. That's um, going to be a d10 plus a 4. And it's, uh, so that's a 9, so 22 damage total. Um, which, Morty, now we're on the Heatmore Trainer. Uh, the Heatmore Trainer. Uh, really feeling that lick attack. Though, although Loha PP, uh, he, I can just, can you picture this? Just like a haunter, like just throwing its like floaty fists across a train car and a heat more just going like. <laughs> um, get it with another lick. That's a natural one. If you guys um, want to see what the uh, what gesture Kirk was making just now, you'll have to subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, natural, natural one on for the heat more. So um, I'm going to give uh, uh, Haunter an attack of opportunity here. All right, Haunter, uh, we got an opportunity right here. Let's deliver that knockout blow. Let's let's do the shadow punch thing one more time. Here it is, seventeen hit that hits for eight damage okay um so now jimmy we're uh, we're back down to you all right let's try pseudo wudo again with another rock throw uh that's an 11 that does not hit that does not hit <laughs> really need you guys to start finishing these things off. The prick. <laughs> like this pseudo Wudo is, you know, have, has been a fart away from being knocked out and, and just, <laughs> just, hard just, just not, not, not getting it done. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a miss. I'd draw it up however you want to, if you want to church it up, but it, a miss is a miss. Uh, he, yeah, he pulls another panel off the wall and hurls it. Um, just sort of like a shuriken sticks in the wall right next to him, but doesn't hit him. All right, Jimbo, good luck. Uh, we are back up at the top, June. Fletchender. June puts June puts two fingers together and whistles and yells, Randy! 
we're like one car away from the back car, right? Uh, yeah. So the next, you're it's two cars away. Shit. Okay. Never mind. She does that, and no one comes to her rescue. <laughs> so uh, Cinder is fluttering in the air, just struggling. Um, and June is just desperate. She just says, "Just give it all you got, Cinder. You can do this." And Cinder has a move called Flail, which gets stronger the more damaged she is. Um, so she just just whips around and wails right on the Marowak, who's right there um, with Flail. And it's double damage if I hit uh, because she is below 50%. And is this a normal type? Yep, normal type against the ground. Yeah. So it's just one times. Uh, and that is a 9 plus an 8. That's 17. That hits. So I'm going to roll 1d10 plus 5 and double it. Uh, where's my d10? There it is. <laughs> I rolled a d12 and got the 9, by the way, not a d20. So... Uh, 8 plus 5, which is 13, so 26 normal type damage to Marowak as Cinder dive bombs and just gives, just throws every appendage and claw that she has on this thing. Um, that is a just, just kind of like uh, literal cinders from Cinder kind of splash all over this Marowak as it pulls up its bone club to, to shield itself a little bit uh, from uh, the last throws of uh, Cinder's attack there on the flail. And we go to the the uh, the uh, trainer with the Marowak and the pseudo Wudo. Christ's sake, pseudo, finish it off, rock throw. <laughs> Joe, you got other Pokemon? Oh yeah, I got other Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. Also, I guess Yanma's just been standing behind me doing nothing this entire time. <laughs> Correct. It's there uh, though. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, Cinder's down. Cinder is down. Because that'll be oh, 36. No, that was to hit. I'm assuming it hits. So I, oh, I don't what know. is it? Yeah, 18 hits. Yep. Um, okay. So let me, okay. let me roll okay. damage here. I'm going to need you not to do more than 12. <laughs> I, 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 I rolled without the bonus more than 12. So, yes. Okay. <laughs> Cinder's down. So, Pseudo uh, Wudo oh, finally crushing. just kind of lines up its arm and, and just one green ball just kind of lofts like a soft, slow pitch softball pitch. Just lofts in the air, turns from the green ball into the rock, and just chunk, just clips Cinder in the side of the head, mm. and it, as she, as, as uh, she flutters uh, to the to the floor of the subway car. Um, Marowak still uh, seeing that immediately turns its uh, its um, its gaze back onto Girder and uh, follows through with uh, yet another uh, bone club. Just from the brick break, changed to see Flinder, uh, uh, Fletch Ender to protect itself, and then just comes back around with kind of like a horizontal swing onto Girder, o- almost at this point reacting without without its trainer feeling a, a little desperate, and that is a 10. 10 will not do it. <laughs> uh, Marowak just taking a heaving swing and a miss as uh, the last cinders uh, from the uh, flailing fire Pokemon just kind of drift off the end of the bone club um, and signal the dissipating of such an underwhelming miss. It takes Um, that burn damage too. Don't forget that. I uh, forgot Marowak, so you hit. If you'd used yeah, Ember Marowak on the Pseudo-Udo, we probably would have won this fight already. <laughs> probably. <laughs> What'd you say? So if you'd used Ember on Pseudo-Udo at the beginning, we probably would have won this fight already. Yeah, I'd be losing health every turn. <laughs> um, 
So that is that. Morty, we're back up to you as your haunter and the heat more are engaged in quite literal shadow boxing at this point in time. Um, all right, Hanton, there's, um, there's no shame in uh, retreating to fight another day. And I'm going to call Hantar back and release uh, the big boy, Achu. Um, okay. Is th- that takes up a whole turn, right? Yeah. Um, do you have any like uh, bonus actions or anything? You get to do those still, I think. Um, you know what? I'll use a potion on a chew. He's a little, uh, he's a little, little damaged. Okay. I will heal him for eight. He was at sixty. And he's healed up to eight. Perfect. Sixty. Um, yep. Um, so now we're on Heatmore's trainer, and his eyes just get as wide as saucers when he sees you change out the Pokemon. He goes, and his kind of tongue just kind of, ah. Heatmore, incinerate! <laughs> and the Heatmore itself just rears back on its legs and just fires just a pinpoint uh, uh, flame jet stream straight into, um, straight at a Chew's uh, nose. And that is a natural. 20. <laughs> oh boy. I think this is going to escalate quickly here. Oh so boy. how does that work, Joe? Is Wh- On what? Is it What's it's the double move? the damage and then double it again? It's incinerate. Incinerate on a chew? I'm sorry. A chew. Uh, yeah, uh, you, yeah, you double the dice and then whatever the total is like with the bonuses and everything you double because it's super effective. Wait, so, isn't yeah. it a chew? A chew's resistance type? to fire no, he's Great. steel type. He shouldn't be. It says vulnerabilities, grass, water, ground, steel, fighting, resistances, normal, flying, fire, poison. No, it's, yeah, it's a it's probo a pass. Type. It's not, no, no, no. Probo pass is rock, steel. So maybe it's not super effective. Maybe it's just he's not super effective. Oh, yeah, it cancels out. But it's not it resistant. Out. Okay, Probo cool. pass is a steel rock type. You're looking at nose pass, who's a different type. Nose pass is just rock. But once it evolves, it becomes it gets okay, but like, wrongly. We've been going wrong. off of like nose pass. Like he looks like a probo pass, but we because he doesn't. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, probo, I well, do probo pass isn't until level ten, right? Um. Yeah, we'll just play it. Um. Like, like we have been. That, that, that's that's a good call. I, I mean, I thought I thought uh, nose pass was steel as well, but I guess he is not. Um, well, no, like I'm not wrong though. Like probo pass is level ten. For to evolve, right? Yeah, if we're not playing, if we're not playing, because he's only level AC, eight, then we shouldn't play with his type, I guess. If it's not, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we shouldn't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna make this any more difficult than uh, it may or may not be. And he's not weak. Uh, Probo pass is not weak to fire, anyways. So, it, like J- like Jimmy said, like Ten said, it cancels out. So it's just the critical hit either way. Okay. So it's just the double the dice, not the modifier here. Well, but nose pass would be resistant to fire, right? Because he's just rock type. That's why yeah. I brought nose pass out because yeah. makes sense. So let's just roll up damage. Trainer, <laughs> trainer, tra- <laughs> the trainer up top didn't know of all these special rules going on with the chew. You know, like type advantages in a Pokemon game. I was like, that's, not, uh, I, that's why I scanned him so I knew what type he was so I could then try and figure it out. It took me a while, but I got So there. a Chew is literally a nose pass, but has some kind of magical effect that makes it look like a probot pass. 
He's, he's but everything is nose pass related. Groucho Marx. Everything. Yes. It's got a. It's, it's got a. It's got a it's glasses on that makes it look like a promo pass, but it's actually just a nose pass. Uh, that's uh, wonderful. Uh, it evolved. It uh, 30, everybody. 32 damage there, Brian. Okay. Yep. It just spun around real fast and threw on the glasses. <laughs> and as this perfect pinpoint flame hits Probo Pass uh, and cinches part of its mustache, the trainer just deadpans the camera. And I thought that'd be stronger. And now we are to Jimmy's turn. This is uh, even better in my head cannon now. All right. Girder. Let's do another rock throw on that pseudo Uno. I don't remember what my modifier is, but I think that's going to work. Does a 19 yes. hit? Yes, yes it does. Please okay. do more than five damage. Almost guaranteed. Actually, mathematically guaranteed. Uh, four plus four is eight. Cool. You you knock out this pseudo-wudo. <laughs> right. Describe So, it. yeah, Girder, it frustrated from missing and not knocking this guy out, seeing Fletcher get taken down, actually takes his robot leg and hurls it like a spear, and it just... <laughs> smashes into Pseudo-Wudo's head um, and makes a dent in the wall behind him. Holy crap, Pseudo-Wudo returned! The trainer just like... <laughs> you just see Pseudo-Wudo get sucked back up into the Pokeball. Uh, June, we're on to you. Alright, uh, June watches Cinder fall and is crushed inside as her first Pokemon faints since the beginning of this campaign, I think. Um, so she returns Cinder and she just whispers, you did great, and then uh, quickly pulls out another ball and throws it up in the air and out pops um, Bud already ready to go. Is He's just going to charge with a roar um, in the middle of this train car straight at the uh, Marowak, already knowing exactly what to do, uh, with an iron head. Okay. Uh, that's a natural 20. That, that's a good roll. Um, holy shit. Okay, let me just pull out 8d6. Hang on. I'll just roll 4 and then 4. Uh, oh, 3 ones. Good. 3, uh, so 8 <laughs> plus uh, 10, 18, 22, 25 plus 7. 32 steel damage. Um, and if it's not knocked out, it's flinched. So Bud just smashes into this Marowak, sending it flying back uh, pretty much right at the same wall that the pseudo Wudo slumped down at. And he looks back at his trainer and smiles. Uh, the, <laughs> the Marowak gets sent backwards, actually, uh, like, gets, gets clipped off the, the steel leg that's implanted kind of in the side of the car as it tumbles over it, kind of uh, getting that uh, additional mark of damage. And that Marowak is just splayed out as uh, the trainer starts backing up backing up backing up Marowak return and gets Marowak sucked back into the ball pops a pill in its mouth and turns the corner and bolts out of the car 8 back into car 9 I was gonna rock to him in the dying pill (laughs) choose choose the pill and then runs to die (laughs) to die down the hall falls down It turns them into Pokemon. Um, so June uh, yells to Bud. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bud, let's get up the stairs and help Morty out. And, yeah, Jimmy uh, runs up too. Jimmy actually sucks Girder back up as we runs up the stairs. Because he's hurt. 
Okay. But he goes upstairs too. So now you're you're kind of flank. I'm assuming you're going. Are you going up the the stairs, kind of at the back of the car where um, Morty we'll go went up forward, up so and, that uh, we come up behind the guy. That's kind of what I what I uh, yeah. envisioned. But that's what myself. Jimmy does. I don't know. Yeah, what Jimmy same does. stairwell that the flame came out of is where June wants to go. Well, that would be the other direction. Well, that's where June's going. Okay. <laughs> um, so Morty, you are up. Um, all, all right, at you. That that time is now. Let's uh, let's bury Freddy's heat more. Use that rock throw and put him put him down like we did that god. Twenty four to hit. Uh, that hits for sixteen damage. So doubled. No, rock throw is two d six plus five. Uh, but heat more is vulnerable to rock, and I oh, rock is it so. Yes. Is it? Yeah. That's what it says in the app here. So that's uh, 32 total. 2d6, 6, 5, 11. Yes, 32 total. The 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 trainer, like, the heat more gets kind of shot back <coughs> against the subway car and kind of, like, looks over at his trainer um, and kind of hears the footsteps behind the trainer, looks back and sees uh, Jimmy and June uh, up the stairs behind them and looks back forward. Heat more return. And the, and the Pokeball, or I mean, Heatmore returns into the Pokeball. He sets the Pokeball down on the ground and stomps on it, shattering it, throws a pill in his mouth, and chomps down. Oh, God. I didn't know that was something you could do. Morty Morty hears June run up the steps, and as June uh, crests the top, he, he turns around and he goes, uh, don't, don't worry, June. That's one Daddy Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> This is Joe, your June. Thank you for tuning in to episode 23 of You Mean the Tavern Presents Void. Appreciate you sticking with us through what has been a crazy time for all of us, just trying to get recording scheduled and people moving and babies, and it's just been a wild year. So we really appreciate you sticking through. We've gotten some messages. Hey, you guys still active, and is this podcast still happening? Yes, it is. It's just kind of on a really slow roll right now, and we apologize for that. Um, we're doing our best to try to get it back on normal schedule. It's just been very uh, difficult, so bear with us. Um, we'll still be pumping out episodes, and if we ever decide to stop, we will certainly let you know and not leave you hanging. But I want to give a special shout-out to those that support the show, um, our master trainers, all our patrons, really, on patreon.com slash Tavern, but especially master trainers who donate um, on the top tier, get the uh, video recordings of all these episodes totally unedited, a lot of our back-and-forth banter that doesn't make it into the show, and you get to see our beautiful faces. So thank you to all the master trainers, Andre K., Rip the Cord, Darth Nate, Max Bender, Rockinars Woodshop, Holly Roxana, Strive for Honor, Honor, Jello Crew, No Man, Colton Strickland, Spuds McGee, 
Darth Arrow 5, John Tugas, Daniel Johnson, Chuck Lueck, Zen Zaba, Long Live Durf, Henry Kalhoff, Chubbles, Joe Prudholm, Zach Gunther, Cubicle Pirate, John Dwyer, Craig Spaulding, Caitlin Harvey, Robert Gregory, Lauren Rouse, Garrett Johnson, Joey Balboa, Spoopy Fondue, Sam J. O. Melton, Fumbles O'Brien, Charles Hollow, The Stone Druid, 8-Bit Wizard, Raver E. Alice, Chris Nelson, Super Average Jason, and Matthew Watson. So thank you all very, very, very much for the show, or for the support. <clears throat> thank you all our patrons and all our listeners that continue to stick with us. Uh, we'll be pumping up episodes, uh, hopefully on a nor- more normal schedule um, in the future, like I said. But uh, enjoy the rest of episode 23, and we'll catch y'all later. Peace out. Wait, wait, wait. So where did the guy go? Dead. He chewed the pill, and then what happened? He stomped the Pokeball, chewed the pill, and is beginning to foam. I mean, I didn't describe it, but the assumption was that it is the the dead pill. They're like suicide pills. Yeah, so he he kind of slumps to his knees and then rolls forward, and the the, the foam is kind of pouring out of his mouth. All right. Well. Uh, okay. Well. Shit. So that was that was sure something. <laughs> Jimmy says, "Let's get back to that Mewtwo." And is he, uh, so, jogs down the stairs towards the number nine. I mean, is this guy dead yet? Can I like run up and see if I can yank the substance out of his mouth real quick, or is he like by the time I get there, he's toast? He's he's V dead. Very dead. <laughs> okay. V dead. Can I, I'd like to examine the smashed Pokeball. Oh man, that's what I was gonna do next. Okay, go for it. Investigation. It's insanely fucked up to kill your pet. Did any of you ever uh, watch Drop Dead Fred? What is that? Yes. That's a natural twenty. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is shattered beyond repair. <laughs> Did the look essence inside just kind of you have no idea how that works because okay. I don't know how that works, so I can't tell you. Um, June like looks down, looks back up at Jimmy, and says, "Yep, let's go." Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I can't remember what movie it is. I think it might be Balls of Fury, where the like there's like these prisoners or whatever, and they're escaping the the whatever the the temple that's about to explode. And he goes, oh, "I'm gonna go get the I'm gonna go get the panda," and the guy runs off screen and runs back. And goes, "Panda's dead." <laughs> just like oh as, as like everybody's trying to escape, and that's exactly what that made me think of. Anyways, okay, so um, yeah, you guys make your way down, and I'm assuming you're entering car nine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you push open the door into car nine, swings in, um, and kind of what's your order here, just for the sake of argument? Jimmy was first. Jimmy, June, did Morty, Morty even say he was joining? I mean, yeah, Morty, Morty was. Morty June just, just come it, up. It the would rear. be Jimmy, Morty, June, I guess. No, yeah. Morty always pulls up the rear. <laughs> okay. He's, he's old and slow. He'll get there. Uh, so, Jimmy, you're in first. You, uh, as you as you run in, you actually see the trainer that has just that had just escaped, um, uh, on the floor in front of you, sprawled out, foam pouring out of the mouth. Um, and like clutched in in each hand is just the remnants of two uh, pokeballs that have been uh, what look to be smashed, similar to uh, the trainer mm. you just saw. But they 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 are holding onto them like close to their chest, as if like they were everything to them. So just kind of clutched to their chest. Get 
murdered them. Um, yo, it'd be like that sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, so, be your own people. It'd be your own people. Um, and uh, you know, so I'm, Jimmy heads for Cartan, I guess. Dark. Um, so as you <laughs> as you get, as you get to the end of. Uh, See if I actually have a description here. Um, as you, you you push towards the end of the car, you you notice where Homo is kind of sitting on a on a, a, a stool, you know, by the the door into uh, car ten. She's actually kind of slumped over, and there's a, a blood spatter kind of uh, above her head, maybe where it was if she was like leaning back oh, against Jesus. it. There's a blood splatter and like a streak going down to where her head rests now, as she's just kind of slumped over uh, Wait, in the who stool. Is this? This is Hulma, one of the uh, generals. She was the kind of shadowy one. Mm-hmm. Like dead, Man. slumped over. Um, that, that's just <laughs> I mean, what you from see. That description. That, uh, that, that's what that's that's what you see. Is there anybody else in there? It's no. Well, the the other dead person. <laughs> is there a crate <laughs> with a Mewtwo in there? No, because that's, that's the one that's back. one car back. <laughs> Oh, we're still in nine. Yep. Okay, I said run to ten. I didn't realize we were still in car nine. I jumped the gun. Yeah. He's like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, so that's um, car nine. That's I, I said other dead person, but you can't discern if Holma is dead. You know, based on what you just saw on the other guy, the foam coming out, that this trainer is probably dead. The way they're holding their pokeballs, but you don't actually know if Holma is dead. You kind of see her at the end of car nine in the distance. But that's what's laid out in front of you as you're leading the the pack of void members. Well, uh, Morty's and Morty's a nurse, right? Yep. Morty, you want to check on check on her? Let's see what's see what's uh, going on in the caboose. Morty Morty looks over at her, and then he just keeps falling. He's like, "Yeah, she's super dead, super <laughs> super dead." <laughs> Does, doesn't um, even need to take a check. Yeah, I I, uh, I would think that you would have known that. <laughs> as soon as the words <laughs> "she's super dead" come out of your mouth, <laughs> you just hear. Mm, as she kind of like stirs and moves a little bit. Super, super dead. Let's keep going. Mewtwo Mute, is more important. I'd like to make a perception check, June. It's like banging her. 19 plus. Oh no, she's dead. What is that, like Monty Python? So, uh, right, nope, nope, he's really dead. June, with I'm her 19 dead. perception check, uh, is yeah. able to see. Uh, her chest rising and falling, and puts like June. and puts a finger under her nose and like feels <laughs> breath coming out. June just shoves Morty out of the way. Just Morty, stop! And she <laughs> she like lifts Volma up and kind of slaps her across the face. Just like taps her like Volma, Volma. It's not Dragon Ball Z. It's not Volma, but uh, Volma, right? Did I say no? It's Volma? with an H, Volma. <laughs> Homa. I mean, I mean, at this point, who cares, right? You guys didn't That's know her name. That's what June would say because she forgot already. So, Boma, Boma. Um, and she kind of like you just she, she doesn't respond, but you, she's kind of like like right. super groggy. Just Morty heck out has of it. not stopped. He's still he's pushing on to for to ten. Okay, so Mort- <laughs> so June just kind of rests her down on the ground off the crate um, and. Uh, just says, well, I mean, Morty's long gone now. Um, she looks back to Jimmy. She says, I, she kind of shrugs her shoulders. I don't know. She's alive. We obviously have more important things to do right now, but she's okay. Jimmy says, okay, well, let's go check on the Mewtwo. I value human life, but that's fine. We can go check on the Mewtwo. Um, so, <laughs> Morty, you're leading here now? Yes. And you're uh, quite a few paces a- ahead of the other two? Yep. And you, uh, you push into car 10 
<laughs> I'm just confirming that's what everybody yes. said they were doing. <laughs> yep, yep. That's what we're doing now. Okay. Um, as soon as you push open the door into car 10, a large white and red ball rolls to the base of the Mewtwo incubation chamber and emits a blinding light as two smaller red and white balls follow suit. And you just hear, electrode. And they begin to shine white. Can I do... Brian, you've you've got a, 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 a... What would... You have a bonus action, essentially. Can I do one thing before June enters into the last car? You're... Brian has a bonus action, and there might not be a last car. Oh. Okay. Uh, like, for me or for... A two. Okay. So ah. you 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 ran into the door swings right. in right. You yeah. ran into the thing. Yeah. So that's that is what develops that, ahead okay. of you, and and, and you have uh, what you have the span of a bonus action. Um, gonna spin on my heel and dive back through the door. Okay. Um. You dive back through the door um, as we go into a cinematic-esque cutscene. Um, as soon as the door opened and the large ball-like white and red Pokemon rolls to the base of the incubation chamber and begins to grow, uh, uh, glow a white and uh, emitting a white light, uh, Barnaby, almost like a ripcord is pulled and uh, like on a dragster or something is fired out of the back as you see the balloon Pokemon that lifted him away from the tower yank him into the tunnel of the subway. The two, uh, the two uh, grunts or trainers uh, that were working on the incubation chamber they, they just, they see the electrode roll over, they see Morty dive back and they pull um, on a bandolier of just uh, explosive grenades on their chest and everything raucouses into a blinding light and then a deep darkness as there's a massive explosion in the back of the subway. Fuck. Is the Mewtwo okay? <laughs> Is Randy okay? Find out next time. Um, you- <laughs> no, no! <laughs> Uh, no, Randy. <laughs> What's oh, Randy? No, we have to keep recording. Oh my God.